And then we started going towards the country <laughs> and on this dirt road. And I'm like, I wonder how hard it would hurt if I just fell off. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to the Nacho Kids podcast, where we discuss all things step family related, real stories, real people, real help. Your hosts are the creators of the Nacho Kids Method and the Nacho Kids Academy step family coaching team, Lori and David Sims. Well, hello, Mr. Sims. (laughs) Are we changed now? Trying to change up a little bit. Okay. Hello there, Mrs. Sims. That's not my name. Miseries. <laughs> Miss, Miss, I don't know. You're right. Or- it was Mrs. <laughs> <laughs> that just still sounds weird. Yeah, I guess. You know, I have a bad habit when I write Sims fast mm-hmm. and cursive, it comes out sins. Oh. When I sign checks, sometimes it says Lori sins. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you spend money like that, it is a sin. <laughs> And I try to go back and put a little, you know, to make an extra line for an M instead of a N. So my grandmother, one of the one of her past husbands, because she's outlived <laughs> every one of them, but his last name was Sin. S E N N. S E N N. Yep. Huh. Yep. So her last name was Sin. I don't think I've ever heard that last name. Nope. It's a long time ago. Is that Bubba? Yeah, we call David's grandma Bubba. <laughs> yeah, so the story behind that is, you know how when you get older, you can't remember anybody's name. And as a grandparent, actually, she's a great grandparent. Mm-hmm. As a great grandparent, she couldn't keep up with all the, the grandkids' names. And so she just called all my kids Bubba. <laughs> and so they would call her Bubba back when they were a little tiny. And then she'd go, hey, Bubba. And they would go, hey, Bubba. And I just stuck. And so... She, that's what, that's what everybody calls her, Bubba. <laughs> and it's so funny because one of her daughters can't stand us calling her Bubba. Is that so disrespectful? <laughs> You'd be like, you should just not show that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, you should not show that. Well, David, we have some exciting news to share. Do we? Yeah. Please don't tell me you're pregnant. No, good gosh. <laughs> Dude, that wouldn't be exciting. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Let's not what go back mean, I don't know. I love babies. Yeah, but they don't stay that way. I know. They turn into sweet little babies, like my baby. Girl, and it turns into some crazy teenage demonic. Okay. So (laughs) let's get back to what I want to share. Yeah. What's your exciting news? In September of Mm -hmm. this year, Laura Petherbridge, the smart stepmom, is planning a retreat in Dallas, Texas. Oh. It's planned for September 24th and 25th, I believe. Okay. We will share more details, but she has asked me to come speak with her. Oh. So I'm really excited. Like I said, we'll share more details. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. You're right. I know. <laughs> David I said I was right, y'all. I'm going to put this on a recording. You're right. Yeah, a podcast is a recording. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Congratulations, honey. I know how much you love public speaking. <laughs> yeah. I got a couple months to work on that. You did great. You always do. Well, it's like you said, I struggle in the beginning because I'm so nervous. And then once I start talking about it, I'm so passionate about it. I'm just like, blah, 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 blah. You're, just, you're like a, a old muscle car, you know, first crank it up in the morning. It's, you know, it doesn't sound very good. It's kind of skipping a beat here and there. And then once it gets warmed up, man, it just sounds so good. You can't, it's hard to turn it off. So maybe I should. <laughs> 
like mute my microphone the first two minutes I talk. How about this? You could start like talking to yourself in the mirror that morning as you're getting ready. And then by the time you get to the thing, you've already you've already done 15 minutes into it. Okay. That sounds wonderful. Or do it in your head while you're sitting there. <laughs> yeah. Before they call you up. <laughs> be like, oh, I'm already halfway through. <laughs> yeah. No, I know you'll do great. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Our guest today is Kayla. We had a Kayla not too long ago. It's not the same Kayla. <laughs> Kayla and her significant other are dating and have been blending about a year. Her significant other has a daughter that's seven and a daughter that is three that he gets every other weekend. Okay. The hardest part of blending for her is realizing she was not their mom, even though the mom role came naturally. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's the mom role comes naturally for so many women. Some it doesn't, and that's okay. But like for me, I joke about how I had to have like split personalities because I was mom to my son, but not mom to your kids. Right. So before I would say, you need to clean up your room after Nacho, I had to think, what role am I in? Mm-hmm. Am I in old lady hag stepmom role? <laughs> or am I in, oh, that was pre-Nacho. Okay. So let's go back. So am I in sweet angel Lori daddy's wife role or mommy role? And it's hard. Mm-hmm. You don't know. I do know. You don't have that motherly instinct. I do. To what? My pup pup. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got the fatherly instinct, which is basically, it's almost like nacho stage one, just inbred in you. See, it's true. I know. That's why people say, I don't understand it because he doesn't have the same problems I do. He like nachos naturally. <laughs> well, and again, part of that's being a man. Mm-hmm. Kayla said that she feels like her blend is unique because she didn't know anything about divorce or blended families because her parents have stayed together. It's just wasn't known to her. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, ours was kind of unique, which I I think most people's are unique in some way, but like for me and you, your parents divorced, but they divorced after you were moved out. So you didn't have to deal with that kind of stuff. And and then my parents, they're still together. So I didn't have to deal with any of that, even even though sometimes I think they probably would have been better off. Um, but, you know, it's also one of those things like the more you find out about your family as you get older, you start going, wow, I can't believe you're still together because <laughs> mm-hmm. I would have put you out. <laughs> but, you know, the funny thing is, no, granted, I can't say what I would have felt like if my mom and dad would have gotten divorced when I was younger. Mm hmm. But they threatened divorce every other week. <laughs> so every other week, when it was time for mama to pay a bill and daddy would get mad at her, it would be, who are you going to live with? I'm going to live with my daddy. Who do you think I'm going to live with? Oh, they would ask you that every other week? Who are you going to live with? Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. Well, maybe it was once a month when the car payment was due. Still? Yeah. They would ask you who you want to go live with? Yeah. And I think my mama would ask me that because she knew I would say my daddy and that would just reiterate why she shouldn't like me. Oh. Because I'd always say, my diddy, who do you think? And it wasn't wasn't like a play fight thing. No, it was an all out war. Wow. They were miserable together. Hmm. And I have to say, if you're staying together for the kids and you're miserable, hmm, you might want to rethink that situation. Yeah, unless you're good actors. And even then, oh, no. kids that, are picking up on it. 
No, they didn't even try to act. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I've got some deep seated issues that we'll talk about in another at yeah, another time. I mean, yeah, because we could I and mean, we can have a whole episode on that because again, it's what are you teaching your kids is a healthy relationship. And I know I'm jumping back, but now that I have gotten into our blend and things like that and learned more over the past couple of years or several years, I realized that my mom tried to alienate me from my dad after they split up. And I don't think I really thought about that till just now, <laughs> like literally just now. But she would want to tell me bad stuff about my dad. Yeah. And I remember telling her one day, look, I'm sorry. I love you, but I'm not your friend. I'm not your friend. I'm your daughter. Don't be bashing my daddy. Right. Well, there's a lot of wisdom in that, mm-hmm. which is why we you know, always tell people don't say anything about the ex to the kids. Because at the end of the day, most of the time it doesn't matter. They're going to come up, they're going to come to their own conclusion at some point. Oftentimes, even when they have the truth, they're still not going to be, they're not going to treat them the way you're treating them. They're not going to look at them the same way you look at them. Right. But I, in no way, suggest lying to your kids. So if they ask a question like my son, why do I have to go to my daddy's when he was little? Well, because a judge deemed it was best for you to go to your dad's every other weekend. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't sugarcoat it, right? but I didn't, you know, come out and say, I don't want you to go either and blah, blah, blah. No, it's, there's a, definitely a fine line. And I do think that telling the kids and everybody has to decide this for themselves, but I do think telling the kids that it's a court order that's forcing this to happen is much be- much better than them feeling like my mom doesn't want me every other weekend right? or my mom's sitting home and just completely miserable when I'm not there, which, you know, a lot of people are guilty of doing that. I, I did that some not even realizing it where I think I portrayed to my kids that I was going to be completely just miserable without them. <laughs> what do you like? Never mind. Don't even tell me. <laughs> I think that works okay when you're older. Like when I leave you for the weekend, I want you to feel like I'm miserable without you. And I think you like that. (laughs) When you leave me? Yeah. You don't necessarily want to know I'm having a blast if you're not around, which honestly I'm not. But (laughs) No, I'm good with you having a good time. But I know you miss me, so we're good. Okay. Anyway, back to the kids. Well, we could spend several hours talking about the impact on your child if you tell them, I'm going to miss you. I'm going to sit home and cry the whole time you're gone. Or, oh my gosh, don't do that to your kid. You can just say, I love you. I hope you have a good time and I'll see you in a couple of days. Mm -hmm. And I would always tell my son, I want you to have a good time because I did. I wanted him to have a good time. Yeah. I mean, why would you want him to be miserable? Right. But we see it all too often where the bio parent drops off the kid to the other by a parent and it turns into a fiasco and a traumatic experience every other week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or, I would drop my kids off and the ex would say, what did you do this weekend? And then they would say, well, nothing. Even when we did do stuff. And then she would kick into your dad ain't nothing but a cheap old run, run, run. He won't take you places and do things with you. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> well, and a lot of times, you know, I'll ask Jackson, what y'all do? And it's not being nosy. It's just curiosity. Well, it's kind of like, how was your day? Right. How was your weekend? But be careful not to get upset when your kid says he has fun 
Or if he says, oh, well, we went and did this. And you're like, oh, well, I wanted to take you to do that your first time. You're putting your kid in a horrible situation because you're teaching them how to respond to you. Or must be nice to be able to take you somewhere if he pay his child support. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're not going to get off on this tangent because we could do this all day. We really could. <laughs> but just be aware of when the kids are being dropped off from the other parent, they're is a transition period. And we joke about it, how we wish we had a transition period at work on Mondays where you could go, well, I've been off for two days. I need a day to adjust. (laughs) Well, they are kids and they are caught in the middle way too much. So don't intentionally do that to your kids. Right. And we're not saying don't tell them you love them when they're gone. We're just saying don't make it sound like that you're balled up in the fetal position, rocking back and forth in the corner because they're not with you. Yeah. But don't make it sound like you're having a party either. Yeah. They're going to think about that the whole time they're gone. Right. So just consider it. Yep. All right. Let's get to Kayla. Yeah. Let's get to Kayla. All right. First, a word about the Nacho Kids Academy. There is a way to save your sanity and your relationship, and it's called the Nacho Kids Academy. In the Nacho Kids Academy, you will learn the skills and knowledge to properly nacho, techniques to handle step family challenges, ways to improve your communication, and much, much more. Visit NachoKidsAcademy.com and sign up today to join other step parents who are seeing the life-changing benefits of nachoing. Again, that's NachoKidsAcademy.com. Today, we have stepmom Kayla. Hey, Kayla, how are you? Good. How are you guys? Good. So how long have you been blending? Um, I've been with my boyfriend for a year now, and it will be a year of knowing my stepkids or soon-to-be stepkids in February. Okay. So you waited several months before you met them? Yes. So in his divorce decree, first it was four months. You had to be in a relationship seriously for four months, and then you can meet them. And then my boyfriend got in the relationship with me, and his ex decided that it was then going to be six months. (laughs) So (laughs) thanks. No, that's not how it works. I know. So she changed it in the divorce decree to six months, but we're going to make sure we hold tight on that one. She changed it? Yep. Her attorney let her change it? Or the judge? Um, I'm not quite sure how that all happened. She used whiteout, didn't she? Probably. <laughs> not in a typewriter. That's all you need these days. Yeah. Maybe that was the boyfriend's way of saying just a little bit longer. I'm not real sure about this chick yet. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So how old are the stepkids? They are seven and three, and they're both girls. Okay. And you have no kids of your own? Kids of my own, other than a four-legged, hairy one. Yeah, those are trouble. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes those are worse than kids. I know. I just spent 300 bucks at the vet on him the other day, so he's dropping money as fast as kids do. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. So how often do you have the stepkids? Um, Every other weekend. Okay. And how far away does Bio Mom live? Two hours. So it's a four-hour drive round trip for us. Wow. Fun times. So he just, he lived where the bio mom lives a couple months ago. And then he with me in March, right before all the craziness of COVID happened. And then, so we did the long distance thing for a couple months. And then we were like, you know what? I like you. You like me. This is way too long. drive. So why don't you just come move down here? And there's more opportunities where I live than where he was living. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so we've been living together too for about six, seven, maybe eight-ish months now. What? Okay. For as long as COVID's been happening, so I can, I feel like it's been like 20 years. 
<laughs> she's like, I can't go home now. COVID, you know, can't leave. <laughs> yeah, that's how it's been working from home. So yeah, not only was I getting used to quarantining and working from home, but then having a boyfriend move in and then having his kids every other weekend. So it was a lot to handle right off the bat, but I think we're in a pretty good spot now. So by the time that you could meet his kids, he had almost moved in. Yeah. So I I met the kids in February and then he moved in at the beginning of April. Okay. Yep. And how did the stepkids respond to you? How did they take to you? Um, at first it was a little iffy, uh, especially the oldest. She really just wanted mom and dad back together and would constantly ask, you know, when are you moving back in with mom or when are you guys getting married again? And then they kind of met me and we made sure. So something that I took from your podcast was that I'm the fun one. And all the discipline needs to be from dad. So I kind of sat back for a while and let him just like do that kind of stuff. And then once they figured out that I was fun and it was like a good time, they're a little bit more about me. I actually just had the oldest the other day come up when they weren't here for a while. And she came up and she said, you know, I was excited to come see you. I was like, well, good. I'm excited to see you too. (laughs) Yeah, But you never know what you're going to get. One week she says hi and she's super pumped. And then the next week doesn't say hi and walks right by and goes straight to the room and starts playing. So Mm -hmm. she's also seven. So I don't, I couldn't read her mind even if I wanted to. Right. Here's the the fun part that we always have to look forward to is a lot of times things are going great during the dating season. Mm -hmm. And then when you get married, man, things go crazy all of a sudden. Like these kids that were good the day before are now looking at you going okay now she's not leaving for real <laughs> yeah like now she's stuck and now i'm stuck with her for the rest of my life and great mm-hmm. and we were actually just talking about that the other day and i said to my boyfriend i said how do you think they're gonna respond he goes oh they'll be fine like such a guy response but i was like well, i don't know <laughs> we might have some issues that you don't know are coming <laughs> well trust me take it from two people who said oh we got this it's gonna be a piece of cake Uh It was not a piece of cake. If it was, it was rotten and it was fake icing and (laughs) dry and (laughs) it was not good. (laughs) No. Mm -mm. So, well, that's kind of what, like, I don't come from divorced parents and all my close friends, all of their parents are still together. So, I didn't really know much about divorce or blending families like I had a couple friends I think in middle school but then like you know you get your core group of friends and they kind of fell off so I didn't really see all that happened to them in high school so then it was kind of like okay how do I navigate this and what do I do and me being the person that I am I'm like okay what do I need I need to listen to podcasts. I need to read books. I need to like do my research on this. Like, what should I expect? And then I came upon you guys' podcast and the Facebook page. And I would read some posts on the Facebook page. And I'd be like, babe, look, we don't have it near as bad yet. <laughs> but like, this is what could be coming. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be. So, yeah. So it was definitely eye opening and a different experience. And it's every day, I feel like. Well, every other weekend, I feel like it's a learning curve and a learning experience and just trying to navigate. There's a lot of people that say, well, now that you're with him, you need to be their mom and you need to act like their mom and you need to discipline them and, you know, do all these things. And I don't know, some days it just, it's hard. (laughs) That's for sure. 
Well, what does your significant other think about that? Does he think that you should be parenting them or he's okay with you not showing them? I think he's okay with not showing. Like he, I showed him the podcast and I had him listen to a couple episodes and he was like, you know what? You need to do whatever you need to do to make it okay for you. Cause like I said, I had it pretty rough in the beginning of like COVID and quarantining. And so after that, he was like, if this is too much, that's fine. You need to do whatever makes you happy and whatever will keep. We both want just a positive household. So it's kind of like, if that's what you need to do to keep that going, do it. And like, I'll tell him some things because I'm I'm the oldest of three girls. So I'm pretty bossy. <laughs> I know what I want and when I want it. And so when there are, and then of course, living by myself for the longest time and now having kids running around and dropping clothes and toys in different places all over the place. I had a hard time of being like, hey, you need to pick this up or hey, this is a mess or whatever. And I listened to one of your podcasts and you said something about how if something was bothering you, texting them. And instead of being the bad person and going out and saying, you know, to the kids, hey, pick this up or do this or whatever, text mm-hmm. your significant other and be like, hey, you might want to go out into the living room or check that out or whatever. So we started doing that and that worked out great. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good. Just don't text him every five seconds. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, I was like, well, and we're still, since we just, well, I still like we feel feel like we'd still just moved in together. We're still learning like, okay, what's your definition of clean compared to my definition of clean? (laughs) Well, I can tell you right now, without knowing either one of you, your definition of clean is completely different than his because he has kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he's a guy. Mm -hmm. So the clean is very, very different. And that's hard on stepmoms that don't have children of their own because they're used to leaving their house one way and coming home 30 hours later and it's the same. Yeah. Yep. I mean, the last time I had a roommate was in college. So I've been living by myself with a dog for the longest time now. So the dirtiest thing that gets dirty is the floor and there's dog hair in the floor and that's about it. (laughs) So I can leave something on the counter and come back. Yeah. Like three hours later and it's still on the counter. And now with three more people in the house, yeah, it's definitely different where you're like, Hey, where did I... What happened to the scissors that I used to just be able to sit on the counter and now they're gone? (laughs) The kids are running around with them. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Cutting each other's hair. It's fine. (laughs) My Indian name is running with scissors. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So yeah, that's that's been an adjustment. So when you started dating him, is Mm -hmm. this the first guy that you had dated that had kids? I dated one guy before that had kids, but it wasn't super serious and it was mostly just me and him. Like I was never around when the kids were around. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like this where like I am fully immersed. And the other thing that I noticed too, since they're around women more, like their mom has two sisters who are always around as well. And so they're always used to coming to a woman asking for permission. So they're constantly coming to me saying, can we have this snack? Can we do this? Can we go outside? Can I play with this? Or, you know, whatever. I'm constantly, go ask your dad. Go ask your dad. Go ask your dad. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I am not taking responsibility for what happens after that. Yeah, that's that's smart. So the good thing about it is you know about all these pitfalls beforehand. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't think Lori and I knew about the pitfalls. We knew about some, but we, I mean, we honestly thought that we were just going to breeze through this thing. Like it wasn't going to be nothing. Yep. 
<laughs> oh yeah, no. I'm constantly thinking of like what are they gonna say when they're like 14, 15? Like they're young now. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the teenage days. I can tell you what they're gonna say, but not on the podcast. <laughs> you got you got a few years. Let's not worry you right yet. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> Enjoy what you have right now. <laughs> yeah, they're sweet, cute faces coming up to me constantly giving me hugs. I'll appreciate that. <laughs> yep. You know, one day they'll look at you and their head will spin around backwards and you're like, what in the world? Yeah. But, um, you know, a little hint, though, happens with bio kids, too. It's not just the stepkids that go crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, I was like the biggest B word possible when I was about 16, 17, 18. So <laughs> I know it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you have your own and, you know, that's whenever your parents are going, please pay her back for all the pain she put us through. Exactly. I'm sure my mom's waiting for that day. <laughs> I think all parents wait for that day. <laughs> yeah. I hope you get a kid just like you. Oh, mm-hmm. Lord. <laughs> so do you want kids of your own? Yeah, I do. We'll probably only have one, but we'll see what the future entails and holds for us. Yep. Then the then the dog will be jealous. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Right. And when you get pregnant, you go ahead and call us. <laughs> Don't do it like as soon as you get yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if you're going to want to talk to me about seven months into it either. Yeah. Like, you know, a week after you find out will be good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there you go. Before yeah. all the real hormones start kicking in. Uh-huh. Yeah. That way we can go ahead and give you some tips and advice and warnings and <laughs> support for things you may encounter when your baby's born. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man. No kidding. Don't scare her yet. I'm not scaring her. I'm just saying. She's going to be like, get your hands off me. (laughs) No, that's not happening in this house. I can tell you that right now. (laughs) Here we go. I'm going into the ditch. (laughs) Yeah, um, y'all are still in a new relationship, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, I noticed like a lot of the episodes that you guys had, it was a lot of women that have been in the relationship for a long time or like, Four months after they met the guy, they ended up marrying him. And then, like, all these problems ensued. And I was like, is there anybody still dating that, like, doesn't have kids? Because you don't hear very many people talking about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now that you say that. Well, we do know people that live together and have been together for seven, eight years. But they're yeah. not married because their significant other still not divorced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think the ink could dry fast enough on my boyfriends, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah, no kidding. But yeah, no, it's either they haven't gotten divorced yet, so they're not together, or like they both come in with kids. So I haven't heard a lot of people without kids that dated for a while. So yeah, now that you bring that up, it does seem like that people get married kind of quickly. Which yeah, there's no bad thing about that either. I know my boyfriend. I think he told me what was it like two weeks. After we were together, and he was like, I would marry you tomorrow if I could. And I was like, well, let's get those divorce papers signed first. <laughs> run, run. I'm kidding. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to reserve my comment. But now you and your significant other, y'all moved in pretty quickly together. Yeah, yeah, we did. And I don't know if the distance wouldn't have been as big if we would have moved, moved in as quick. But I mean, we even, so the way we met, we met on a dating app. And we were talking and he was like, hey, I just want to, you know, I'm not really looking for anything super serious. I'm just looking for friends and people to like hang out with. And I was like, yeah, bro, whatever. Like, that's fine. Like, I've been dating for like eight years now. So 
Like it's cool. <laughs> what are you laughing for? What? She's over here laughing. I'm trying to figure out why she's laughing. As soon as you said I'm not looking for something super serious, you started laughing. Oh, because we all know what that really means. <laughs> <laughs> she's probably laughing because that's what she did. Is that what you did too? I really didn't want anything serious. See? Like See, really that's didn't. what he said. He was like, I just want a friend. I was like, Yeah, that's cool. And then with a benefits package. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Came up, <laughs> hang out with him. And then the next morning he texted me and he said, So I know I said I just wanted to be friends, but there's something about you and I can't let you go and we got a date. I was like, All right. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> good grief, Kayla. What did you do to him? <laughs> I don't know. It's not. Oh, we went to Walmart on our first date. It's not like it was anything exciting. <laughs> oh, there you go. Walmart to do it. Everybody meets online. Do you want to know what website? Sure. Or app. It was Tinder. Tinder. Yep. Tinder. Tinder is where I found the love of my life. Believe that. <laughs> I mean, is that a hookup? I hate that. sounds stupid, but is that a hookup <laughs> app or is it a dating app? A little bit of both. It depends what you go in on the mindset with. So I can tell you what's on my mind. <laughs> it ain't being friends, is it? <laughs> like, do they have? Now, that's the one that you like swipe one way. Yeah. That you like them another way you don't, whatever. Does yeah. it have like categories? Like, I'm only looking for a friend. I'm only. You can like put in your preferences and then it will kind of help. I'm, I think that's, I don't know. I was on so many dating apps back then <laughs> that I honestly couldn't even tell you. <laughs> Not on them now, though. <laughs> oh, gosh, Kayla. Um, I know. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> well, so, which dating app do you recommend <laughs> for our listeners? For our listeners. She's like, wink, wink for our listeners. <laughs> no. I mean, uh, I catch you on a dating app. No. No. <laughs> I don't even know if the one we met on is even around anymore. What would you guys meet on? Uh, we met on Plenty of Fish. Oh, yeah. That's so on. Yeah, I was on that for like a hot second. We're too cheap to pay for anything. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't either. I think I paid for match like for three months or something. And then like I saw the variety of guys. And I was like, man, eh, no, thanks. And she went to I'm a good. girlfriend finder. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> That's bad. She it. went to blended families finder. <laughs> Let me find a man with stepkids. <laughs> By now, don't you guys have like a nacho kids? Dating thing. Yeah, we should start a Nacho Kids dating app. I brought that up a couple weeks ago, didn't I? Something to that effect. I think you did. I think I heard that podcast. Yeah, yeah, because I think we said we'd have like three people on it. Because everybody's <laughs> like, I don't want to be in a stupid blended family after this. <laughs> or they're like, Hey, I heard that girl's podcast. No, thank you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, the online dating thing is uh, when you look back on it, it's kind of comical. I think mm-hmm. it, it is. Um, and, and it's so funny that you have all these, what I want and what I don't want and what I'll tolerate and what I won't tolerate. And it's so funny how many times people just throw all that out the window. <laughs> oh, for sure. My cousin started dating somebody with kids. And I said to my mom, I was like, I am never dating anyone with kids ever. That sounds like too much of a pain in the butt and like too much stress. And look where I am at now. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Karma came back and bit me good. So when you saw that he had kids, did you have hesitation about it? Um, A little bit, but I guess I'm at the age now too, where it there's, it's so hard to find somebody who's single who doesn't have kids or hasn't been divorced before. before. 
But yeah, I am 28 now. And for the longest time, it was nearly impossible to find anybody who hadn't been divorced or didn't have kids or anything like that. So after a while, I just kind of like pushed it off. And I was like, well, I think this is just going to be how it is. Like, I'm, I will probably end up with somebody who has kids. Yeah, we were, we were what, mid-30s when we were. I don't even know how old I am today. <laughs> I think we were, yeah. I think we Stop were, counting, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I got thrown back into the dating world in, in, in your mid-30s. I was like, man, what do I do? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we know what you did. <laughs> You found a lovely woman, right? I sure did. That went on there. I was like, I need to find a woman who's got long black hair. It's beautiful. <laughs> Doesn't mind all the kids and the craziness. And next thing you know. Oh, Jed's a millionaire. Lori comes popping up in my feed. There you go. <laughs> it's like she's a cow. She's in my feed. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like every fairy tale I've ever heard. <laughs> I know. It's like uh, we had everything. I wouldn't say we had everything going for us. I think we had most everything going against us. Mm-hmm. The fact that we made it this far is a testament to perseverance. Our, yeah. And all kind of stuff. Stupidity. <laughs> Probably because you had that. Never mind. Oh, and love. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah there's that. Yeah. There is love, that. Of course. Yeah. That, that wears off, though. And then you got to sit there and go, you know what? You don't love me no more? I do love you, but in order to stay with you. <laughs> no, 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 no. look, but, but in order. You know but negates everything you just said. It doesn't. It does. In the way I'm about to finish the sentence. Okay. I do love you, but mm-hmm. in order for me to stay with you, I have to like you. And <laughs> I really like you. Oh. And I love that you That was sweet. That was. I thought for sure you were going to be like, I love you, but some days I don't like you. <laughs> no, I do like her. I mean, honestly. And not that I would lie to you, but honestly, the whole thing that kept me with her in the beginning was because I loved just hanging out with her. It's like she was mm-hmm. fun to be with. So anyway, I I just genuinely enjoyed hanging out with her. And and um, next thing you know, I'm like, well, you know what? This is so much fun hanging out. Maybe I should try an actual relationship. And well, everybody knows what happened after that. Mm-hmm. It all went downhill. <laughs> <laughs> Fast. <laughs> <laughs> Like a rocket. Yep. Yep. But we recovered. Yes. And we still have fun together. Yep. So see what you got to look forward to, Kyle? I'm excited. Well, that's like, we were just talking about that the other day, too. We were like, you know, what if you wouldn't have moved here? And what if we were still doing the two-hour drive? Because, like, for a while, during the week, we would be driving back and forth, like, three or four days a week. So it was like, you get up in the morning, drive to work, two hours, you get done with work, grab the dog, drive another two hours back, and you do that like four or five times during the week. Like at the end, I think we did it for like almost a whole week. Mm. We're like, I can't believe we did that. Like, I don't know what kind of delusional glasses he was wearing to (laughs) be in love with me that much to be driving that often. But man, I'm glad it worked out. But we were saying, you know, if one of us wouldn't have put in that effort in the beginning. I don't know if we would still be together or not, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Definitely. Because you both have to put in the effort. Yeah. If only one person's putting in the effort, then that's a telltale sign of what the relationship's going to be like. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. And the other thing that 
like I actually enjoy having my stepdaughters on the every other weekend because it kind of gives us a taste of what it's going to be like when we do have our own kids or if we ever got 50 50 or full custody or you know if the if the custody agreement ever changed you know we can kind of look at what happens on those weekends we have the girls and say okay so you know when you did this earlier yeah I don't know if you should have done that or like hey watch your tone when you're talking to me about these things or whatever I can't give a specific examples right now, but David, do, do you want to tell her? Or do you want me to tell her? <laughs> I'll let you tell her. Oh God, let's hear it. Play it on me, <laughs> honey. Having them kids every other weekend is nothing like having a kid there twenty four seven. Well, yeah. Oh yeah. No, I'm fully aware of that. It's just a small, small, minute taste. <laughs> Even your own kids. Yeah, because with the stepkids, the whole go ask your dad thing works. On the bio kids, it's like, go ask your dad. Why? 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 <laughs> You're my mom. <laughs> You're my mom. Why You're supposed you to parent me, too. Yeah, and then your husband's looking at you going, why are you keep telling them to come to me? Why can't you make a decision? Quit pawning all this stuff off on me. <laughs> no, I got to say that my response would be like, you know, you're the one who said you're wearing the pants in the family. So <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. We went to get Jackson's haircut the other day and the lady that cuts his hair, she's um very vocal uh-huh. and <laughs> she was talking about her kid and she was saying he's being a little brat, brat, um, <laughs> mouthy, smart alecky, you know, and and he stood up and fussed at her one day. They were fussing and he stood up and said, I didn't even ask to be here. This right here is a result of your poor decision making. (laughs) (laughs) And then told her she was a poor parent. (laughs) Oh, no. She's in our prayers and I'm serious. (laughs) Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Man, that's rough. It's mm, funny. So let's talk about the bio mom. Okay. Well, let me ask you this first. Before he moved to where you are, did he see his kids more than every other weekend? Um, It was Tuesdays. So it was every Tuesday and every other weekend. Okay. So he lost a day when he moved. Yeah. And I think that was another deciding factor. He was like, well, you know, I only saw them on Tuesday evenings for maybe two, three hours. Like you pick them up from school, you do the whole dinner thing, and then they go to bed. And then you take them right back to school on Wednesday morning. So he didn't feel like he was getting that much time, you know, quality time with them anyway. He was like, I don't feel too bad about missing that one day. And now that we're two hours away, I think everybody is missing each other even more. And so we're hoping at some point in time, somebody moves and we're all a little closer and we can have a little bit more time with them. Mm-hmm. I think they're starting to see how cool our house is. So <laughs> we'll just keep that going. Well, the bio mom, is she in another relationship? No. Okay. No, she's not. So she's still doing her thing and trying out the dating life, I suppose. Is she on Tinder? Oh, probably everybody is these days. <laughs> Maybe you should set her profile up for her. <laughs> Help her out a little bit. Eight, I got eight years on her. It's fine. There you go. Just have people showing up at her house. <laughs> no, David. Mm-hmm. I'm here to pick you up at eight. <laughs> For a while during during the election, we could have swore that she was probably giving his phone number out. For like all the presidential election things instead of hers. Because we were getting phone calls all the time. <laughs> That's a great idea. Well, I said to him, I was like, I wonder if, if she ever meets guys at the bar and then she ends up giving them his phone number <laughs> instead of his. That's a really good idea. That's what I thought. That's just where my mind goes. 
that's funny. So do you think that she'll ever move where you are to where y'all would get more time with the stepkids? She's talked about it a little bit. She mentioned it once, like a month ago, and then hasn't really since. Do you have room, Kayla? <laughs> well, it's a two-bedroom, one-bathroom house. <laughs> so we'd have to move if we did have them. Like 50-50. Oh, I wasn't talking about the kids. Oh, no, no, no. No room. <laughs> no room at the end. <laughs> no room at the end. We are full. There are no vacancies. No vacancies. So you don't, but you don't have a high conflict by a mom to deal with. No, yeah. she's pretty easy to deal with and a little anxious, but that's about it. That's as deep as it gets. Well, that's good. And that comes with being a mom. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. And I'd probably have those same concerns, but... Yeah, no, we really have like half the crazy that I usually hear on these podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Only half the crazy? (laughs) Only half. (laughs) (laughs) So have you met her? Yes. Yeah. So in their divorce decree too, it says that we had to meet before I met the kids. So we actually went and got, I think it was like a beer dinner together or something. It was, it was interesting to say the least. I know I've heard like some people say they have never met them or like it was a five minute thing at drop off or pick up, but no, mine was a three hour drinks and dinner thing. Wow. It was a date. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. My boyfriend kept texting me. He's like, um, where are you guys at? <laughs> Like, what are you doing? Talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> Not at your house. <laughs> I, I, no, I don't know if I would have done that. Yeah, I wouldn't even agree to that court paper stuff. No. I'll be like, no, look here, you already changed the months. Yeah. So we're just going to eliminate that part. Yeah, you know what I would do? I'd bring a different girl every weekend to meet with her. <laughs> oh, there you I'd go. Do. She'd be like, oh my gosh. Well, here's the thing. From a bio mom standpoint, yes, you do want to know who your kids are around. Right. But the thing is, if she didn't like you, there's nothing she could do about it. Or was that in the papers? That if she didn't like you, that y'all couldn't date? No. <laughs> that would be fun. That was, thank God that was not in the papers. But no, for the longest time, like at the beginning, before he moved here and he was still living up there, she would text them like these books of just, I mean, the text messages went on for days and it was just I'm pretty sure she thought that this was just like a phase and I wasn't going to be sticking around like we just found a snapchat or something a while ago from like the beginning of when we dated and it was like so how long do you think this is going to last <laughs> she like straight up asked him that. <laughs> he was like well it lasted longer than she thought it would yeah how long were they married um eight or nine years I think wow. and they got married young so they were I think 20 21 And he was in the army. So it was one of those military army marriages where, you know, you try and get married before somebody gets shipped off or goes to base or whatever. So, and they knew each other in high school, but didn't date in high school and then reconnected a couple years after high school. And then that's how they started getting together again. Do you think they just grew apart? Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like when, and I know it's not all people, but a lot of the people that I know who have gotten married young in their early 20s or even 19, now they're not together. And if they are, they have done lots of therapy. (laughs) (laughs) And they're, I don't know, I just don't feel like they have a connection as much. Because my thing was, I had to know who I was before I met somebody else. And I think that's why I was single for so long. Because I was just like, okay, I don't want to jump into it and not know who I am. And then start dating this guy. And five years later, look down the road and be like, what in the heck did I just do? Mm -hmm. You might do that anyway. Yeah, bro. (laughs) 
well, I'm almost 30. I hope I got my head on straight by now, or at least a little more straight than I did at 21. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Yeah, but you look at the difference of, say, 21 and 31. I mean, it's yeah. night and day. Well, yes. here's the thing, though, Kayla, is, you know, we've talked about this, I think, in a previous podcast, but when you hit 31, you look back at the 21, you're like, oh my God, I was so dumb at 21. <laughs> but when you hit 41, you'll look back at 31 and you'll be like, oh my God, I was so dumb at 31. <laughs> yeah. Well, the nice thing for me is I, I have a sister who's 10 years younger. So I constantly look at her and I, I'm like, I can't believe people are getting married right now. <laughs> I know. Like she's 18. Like if she came to me and was like, yeah, I'm getting married tomorrow. I'd be like, no, you are not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so young. But it's hard to tell somebody at that age. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. a lot of us are very stubborn in our 18, 19 and early 20s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when you think back a few generations ago, people got married 16, 17, 18. That was normal. And stayed together. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, my grandparents are still together and they got married in 19. Yeah. I mean, if you were, shoot, if you were 20 and not married yet, something's wrong with you. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah. But it's, it's so so different. I mean, I don't know. I haven't, ne- I've never like dove into the st- statistics and the reasoning and all that, but there's, there's got to be something with people a few generations back where they, they treated the relationship much differently because I, I don't think they had no problems you know I, oh yeah they had terrible issues back then our issues is like oh the internet's slow <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna say I can tell you what their issue wasn't or why they ended up staying together it's because of the internet <laughs> now you have an issue with people and you're like well I can just get on tinder and swipe right swipe left and have a new guy by tomorrow yeah. and now I think people just don't want to take the dedication or the responsibility it takes to be in a relationship and yeah relationships are disposable and i think to a large degree people treat other people as disposable as well yeah well and you know too back in the day divorce was taboo oh for sure yeah it's like oh you divorced then something's wrong with you yeah (laughs) yeah what do you have you might want to wear a mask (laughs) (laughs) but nowadays it's commonplace Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's more common to find somebody who's been divorced than somebody who hasn't been married, it seems like. Well, let's talk about that for a second. When you and your boyfriend get married, it won't be his first marriage, yep. but it'll be yours. When y'all have a child, it won't be his first kid. So you won't have all these quote, quote, first with him. Yeah. And I think that's something that I've had to kind of cope with as well. Like the more you get into the relationship and the more serious it gets, then you do start thinking about that stuff. And like the rainbows and butterflies for me of getting married and having a kid aren't rainbows and butterflies for him. Mm -hmm. And honestly, when I first met him, he was talking about marriage a lot sooner than I was. And he was pumped about it. I was like, what is wrong with you? Like, you just got out of a divorce. Most of the guys that I have met that have just gotten a divorce are like, if you want to get married, see ya later. (laughs) Like, not about it. I can tell you why some men do that. And even women. Why? It's, it's bec- Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> I wish you could see how she's looking at me right now. Like, please don't say nothing crazy. I don't want to edit more, right? It's, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's, it's usually because um, people, especially they've been married for a while, and he was married, what, nine years, something like that? Yeah. So that's that's what their normal is. And so they want to get back to that feeling of normalcy. Mm-hmm. And so that's why they're they tend to rush back into it. It's not that there's other reasons behind it. A lot of times it's just that they're trying to figure out how to get back to what they, where they were at, the role they were in, the normal that they had. 
And that's how they do it. Yeah. And they're not used to being alone. Yeah. Which I, I think that's another reason why I'm thankful. Like we didn't get married at month four or five. I'm glad that we're now what a year and uh, two, three months into it. Like we're going to be, we, we will have dated two years by the time we get engaged. Mm-hmm. So I, cause I said to him too, like, I want you to really think about it. Cause I joke with him all the time and I'm like, you know, I'm a Catholic girl. I haven't been married yet. So the minute you put a ring on my finger, guess what, bud? The only way you're getting rid of me is if I'm six feet under. <laughs> so Uh-oh. I hope you're ready. <laughs> I'll see her on a crime show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. I remember when, in, when I got divorced, it was this weird feeling like, you know, I'm no longer a husband and I'm, I'm searching for, okay, well, what am I now? What do I do? And, you know, I know I'm a dad, but even that got taken away from me, you know, half mm-hmm. the time, but not initially it was, it was, you know, I had a more, but, you know, I, I'm just struggled with this whole, what am I supposed to be doing now? Yeah. And so it was, it was very weird. And, and I kind of had a, a similar feeling when all my kids moved out, what, two years ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two years ago, they all moved out. Well, the last of them did. The triplets moved out all at the same time. <laughs> and and honestly, I wasn't expecting that. I thought one of them was going to be here a little longer. And so, you know, it's like literally wake up one morning and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I don't feel like I'm a dad anymore. You know, all the kids are you know, moved out and they're, you know, three of them in the military. So it's not like I can go visit with them. Yeah. And the, and the other one that is still that's not in the military, he's three hours away. So it was very weird for me to have to then navigate this whole not having the role of being a dad 24-7 actively mm-hmm. anymore. It was just very was weird. I think he's definitely dealing with that, too. Like, we've had a lot of very deep conversations about almost that exact topic of, like, you know, now he feels like he is starting to figure out who he was or who he is now as just a person, not a husband or a dad, but, like, who he is as him. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the biggest thing too with a lot of people that end up getting married young is you don't know who you are so you end up getting lost and exactly you grow apart when you get older and then you end up getting a divorce because you're not happy and you both don't know who you are so then you end up going your separate ways and I mean hopefully you find somebody but that's not promised either yeah I don't know when I got divorced I was happy as a pig in mud (laughs) I am not kidding it was a free bird comes to mind. <laughs> That's really. a great song. <laughs> There's a story behind that song. My sister <laughs> wanted it at her funeral, and thank God she told me, what, two months before she died, I didn't have to play it at her funeral, because I refused to anyway. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But anyway, I did. I felt like me again before I got married, because it was confining. It was always having to worry about somebody else, you know, their yeah. feelings or what they thought or just crap. And <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why right. I've never been married. <laughs> and I enjoy being by myself. So that doesn't yeah. bother me, and it didn't bother me. So I remember pulling out that driveway going, yee-haw! <laughs> that's probably yeah. exactly what you said. <laughs> I did. <laughs> free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, I'm free at last. That's what I was saying. Wow. Then you came straight over here. No. (laughs) (laughs) Then she met you. It's all history. (laughs) Yep. Got sucked in on that Harley. (laughs) Yep. Gosh, these guys with bikes, I tell you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, uh, it's still a funny story, the whole thing, because 
she's like, now get this. She's 35 years old, whatever she was at the time. And she's like, I, I want to meet you and, um, and all that, but I got to call my dad and tell him. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, in case you kill me or something. I'm like, what? I didn't know him from a hill of beans. His name might not have even been David. <laughs> oh, no, I feel you. So our first date, um, my boyfriend has a like crotch rocket type bike. And he was like, hey, I want to take you on a ride on our first date. And I was like, yeah, sure. No problem. Well, he starts taking me down this. We like go through town. It's like, fine, cool, whatever. And then we start going towards the country <laughs> and on this dirt road. And I'm like, I wonder how hard it would hurt if I just fell off. (laughs) I'm not quite sure where he's taking me. And he said it was a surprise. And like, I told my mom this story later and she was like, oh my God, Kayla. And she's like, I am so glad you did not tell me this until after a couple of weeks after you guys have been dating. So you're sitting behind him and you're probably patting him down, right? Oh, for sure. Like, what do you got on you? Like, I can kind of feel it through this jacket that you got on for your bike. But but he ended up taking me to this. <laughs> this is also doesn't sound good. But he ended up taking me to this lake. And I'm a big, like, kayaker, outdoors person, outdoorsy person. And um, he was like, yeah, I thought we could come out here and look at the stars. And I was like, perfect. Like, this is my kind of thing. And so I went out on the dock and I just laid down. And he goes, what are you doing? I was like, looking at the stars. And he goes, you're not going to check for like fish hooks or fish guts or anything. And I was like, no, when I get up, like make sure my back's clean when I'm up. Like, I don't care. (laughs) So, so as you were telling the story though, I'm thinking you're riding with him during the day. This was at night. No, this was at night. Like, yeah. (laughs) Down a dirt road. Oh my gosh. With a guy you barely know. Yeah, I'd have have fell off. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I thought about it. Tuck and roll, baby. Tuck and roll. (laughs) I know I just tore my Achilles a couple years ago, but, you know, how fast can I run down this dirt road? (laughs) Not fast enough. No, no. I'm telling you, take it for somebody who come off a bike. It is not fun. (laughs) Mm -mm. I know we joke all the time. I'm like, man, I'm really glad you didn't kill me on that first date. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for not killing me. Yeah. Thank you for not being a serial killer. Make that part of your wedding vows. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Too bad I didn't think about that. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for not killing me on the first date, but do realize you have to do that to get out of this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I do want to talk to you for a second about the feeling of being second. Yeah. Somebody posted this. We see it a lot where it's, you know, well, it's not his first baby. It's not his first marriage. And they get wrapped up in that. Mm-hmm. And somebody posted the other day and said about being second, how do you feel about not having these firsts? And the way I look at it is it doesn't matter if I've done it before or David's done it before. When we do it together, that's our first. So that brings up a great topic. So we talk about that all the time with his ex-wife. I think kids, the way she looked at kids was, She just wanted kids. So you have to provide me a child. And he would say that all the time, like, well, women just want guys to have kids. And I said, no, that's not what, like, if that's what I wanted, I would have, I would have like three by now, (laughs) but I don't have any because I've been waiting to find the right guy that I actually love and would like to procreate with. 
and that I think is worthy enough to procreate with. And you just happen to be the one that I found at 28. And I was like, so for me, it's not just having a kid to have a kid. It's having a kid because I love you and I want something that's a mixture of us both. And it is hard to think that, you know, he's, he already had this thought process, but then, you know, how is it going to be when I do it, when we do actually have a kid together, you know, is he going to be excited about it or is he not? Because it's not his first kid. And I know once we have a baby, the minute he looks at that kid, he's going to be pumped. So it's like, I don't know. Go ahead and warn him not to go, well, when my ex was pregnant, (laughs) or, you know, when my ex had that baby, she just pushed him right on out. I don't know what you're crying for. I'm going to be like, you need to shut up. (laughs) Tell him do not compare the pregnancies or anything. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's the one thing too, like, when you're dating, it's also hard because I feel like I constantly am like, well, is this what you guys did? Or like, is this how you guys parented? Or like, how did you guys handle situations like this? And sometimes that's okay. But sometimes I have to remind myself, like, it doesn't matter. Like, this is our relationship. That was their relationship. And even with the kids, I was just thinking about something. And now I totally forgot. Oh, thinking of like, the mom role and stepping into the mom role and thinking that you have to be their mom and, you know, doing all this stuff with them to feel like they have a motherly role in their life here, even though they already have a mom. That was hard. That was really hard to like not step into that parenting role because I feel like as women, we like naturally do it yes. and naturally go into it. Mm-hmm. And then when, you know, they've already been parented for <laughs> seven years. So they already know what they, you know, are supposed to do or want to do or whatever. And you're thinking, well, that's not how my parents parented or like, that's not how I was as a kid. And then you try and shape them into this other person. And me having to like step back and think, okay, I'm not their mom. That was hard. But then I kept looking for like a word to use instead of mom. And I don't remember what post it was, but it was one of the posts on your Facebook page. And it was like, okay, it's hard to think that you're either a mom or a babysitter. And thinking that you're a babysitter was just like devastating to me. So I was like, I'm not even going to think that way. And then I thought, okay, they don't need a mom. I'm not a babysitter. But what can I be to them? A scapegoat. The word, <laughs> yeah, exactly. well, that happens a lot. But the word that came to mind was a role model. Like they just need a role model. As long as I'm being a good adult figure in their life that they can hopefully take some good attributes or, or, you know, personality traits or traits in general from, then I feel like I'm doing my job. But getting out of that, like mom mindset was very hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just the title stepmom bothers me. Same, same. I don't know what to, for them to like call me or like what for it to be, but Tinder lady. Tinder lady. (laughs) (laughs) So one thing too, Kayla, that happens often is, and and I hope it doesn't happen to you, but when the when the hours kid comes in, you'll start. Well, I won't say you will, but sometimes what happens is the dad is spending the same amount of time or energy on the hours kid, mm-hmm. and you notice that, and and oftentimes it's because of guilty parent syndrome and all this stuff that because his other kids don't, you know, they don't they don't get to be there all the time, and so he feels sorry for them or. Or he doesn't have to, you know, parent them all the time. So when they're there, they go out and have fun and all that. And and he's not doing the same thing 
he's not as excited to see the hours kid because you know he or she's there all the time. So there's a big difference in dynamic, and that'll and that bothers the other parent. So yeah. you know, for in your case, we'll just assume it's happening. It would bother you a lot. You're like, why yeah. aren't you gushing over our kid the way you're gushing over these other kids your that are kids. yours? Yeah, and um, it's because he doesn't see them as often. Yeah. yeah. And I'm wondering how that's all going to go down because my boyfriend, his, both of his parents were married before they met each other. So his dad had a kid already. And then his mom was just married before. And then when they got together, they had him. And then his parents got divorced when he was 18. So it's like, it will be interesting to see how the dynamic goes. Yeah. But don't let that be something that brings you down. Try yeah. to put yourself in his shoes and try to remember, yeah, he only sees his two kids every other weekend. So, yeah, he's not going to be as attentive to your child mm-hmm. during that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And if possible, still give him some alone time with his kids. Like you take the baby and go visit a friend for a couple hours to give him some time with his kids alone. Yeah. And we even do that now, like where either we try and because I go to church every Sunday morning. So that's at least an hour. And sometimes I'll even go get breakfast and bring it back for everybody or whatever. So it could be even two hours. We constantly try at least a couple days during the weekend for them to have like two, three, four hours totally alone where it's just them. I'm not around and it's their time together. I think that's super important. And I did see somebody said the other day too on the Facebook page where, you know, when they have their kids, it's their time to spend with their kids and you spend time with your kid. So like take that as like one-on-one time, just like you guys were saying. Right. And use your child as your focus. Mm -hmm. Don't focus on, oh, he's not showing me any attention or he's always (laughs) catering to his kids. Don't, don't even go down that road. Yeah. Just take your time and enjoy your kid because before you know it, your kid will be older and you're like, crap, I spent five years and I didn't even spend time with my kid because I was complaining about him not spending time with our kid. Yeah. 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 I've seen that on the Facebook page too. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, or you're trying to do everything as one big happy family and it, you know, may not be working out that well for you, but you end up spending a lot of your time being a, overly attentive to his kids or what's happening with that. And, and then you look back and you're like, wow, I spent more time with them than I did with my own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trying to get them to like you mm-hmm. or, yeah. Right. Because that's why I did the beginning. I was constantly like, all right, I'm going to go play with the girls and I'm going to go try and do something fun with them. And then it was kind of like, you know what? I'm going to let them come to me. Like whenever they want to hang out with me or play with me, that's what I'm going to do. Yes. Mm -hmm. Let them lead the relationship. And please, when y'all get married, don't come home from that honeymoon and say, little Susie, pick up those clothes right now. And (laughs) your bedtime's now 7.15 p.m. instead of 9 o'clock p.m. And, you know, don't change. Yeah, forget that role model. I'm stepmom now. <laughs> <laughs> the evil has come into play. <laughs> Get you a shirt that says stepmom and rip it, the shirt open, you know, that has the S on it. Yeah. They'll yep. be like, oh, no, it's happening. <laughs> the change is coming. <laughs> yeah. It, it's certainly positive, though, that it sounds like that you guys have a good relationship with a lot of good communication. And so if you can keep that going, then that's going to be extremely helpful because when when the times start getting tough and you have to have these tough conversations mm-hmm. having those open lines of communication where you feel safe talking about things that are uncomfortable is going to be what gets you through 
Yeah, for sure. The worst thing that you can have is when there's a problem and you ask the guy, you know, like, let's talk about this or whatever. And he just clams up on you because, you know, you've bit his head off three or four times before that. <laughs> and he's like, dude, I'm not going down that path again. And so he just doesn't say anything. He's like, oh, nothing's wrong. We're all good. And, it, yeah. you know, when actually your relationships is dying a slow, painful death. <laughs> I think that's why our relationship has done so well up until this point. Because, like, when we first met, we were both very upfront with each other. And, like, I when I used to be in relationships, you know, you kind of, like, cater to that person. and trying to get them to like you. So you're not really like yourself. And with my boyfriend now... I remember driving up to where he lived that night and thinking, I'm going to just be 110% myself. If he doesn't like it, fine, he can walk out. And the minute, and he said the same, that he did the same thing. And the minute we both met each other and we started talking and it was just open and honest communication since day one, we've had, I, I don't know how people get good communication like this, but it must just be from being honest at the beginning, being like, hey, you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be open with you. I'm just going to talk about anything and everything. And that's how our relationship's going to go. Because, yeah, I feel like when you start that relationship with open, being open and honest later on down the road, it's so much easier when those hard situations do come into play. We've already had a couple hard conversations that we've had to have. And it's been so much easier because we can both say exactly what we're thinking and not have to sugarcoat it to get, you know, the other person to be okay with it. Right. What, what do you think about that, Lori? What? The open and honest part at the beginning. Because you and I were really open and honest in the beginning. Probably because we weren't trying to have a relationship. We were just hanging out. <laughs> um, I agree that that's, you know, the more open and honest you are in the beginning, of course, it sets the precedence for your relationship. Yeah. David views things differently than I do of how our relationship was in the beginning, apparently, <laughs> because I was quite a bit more honest and open than he was. What? But that's okay, because that just means he forgot all that crap. <laughs> you, wait a minute. What do you mean you were more honest? Isn't that like men's short-term memory loss? Well, I can I can probably agree that it, that she was more open than I was. But I don't know about honest, maybe. I don't know. I don't want to go down that path. I, I was get, hoping you wasn't going to ask that question, but you brought it up. I get myself so. in trouble. But <laughs> whatever she says is probably right, so I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll edit all that part out, too. <laughs> She came to my. You got a lot of she, editing. She came into my life at a at a time when I was confused a lot. <laughs> yeah, to say the least. Oh, but, that was my boyfriend too. <laughs> but the thing about it is, you still have to be careful because if his kids start aggravating you, mm -hmm. you can't go to him and be like, "You're bratty youngin." Mm -hmm. You know, you have to be tactful. You have to have compassion. You have to. Not talk about things when you're mad or hungry mm -hmm. or what, hungry, angry, <laughs> lonely, or tired. Yeah. So don't talk about things when you're in those situations. And just be careful how you approach things regarding his kids because he will kick into protect my kid mode. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There have been, I've seriously, all of the podcasts that I've listened to and some of the stuff on Facebook, it's been pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I've used that too. But one of them, like, I can't remember when it was. It was a couple weekends ago now, but I got aggravated in the living room and I just ended up walking away and going into my room and sitting in the room for a little bit because I was like, I can't 
I can't do this right now. I don't want to say something or react negatively where everybody is not going to like this. Yes, walk away. There is nothing wrong with walking away. I would agree with that 100%. (laughs) Right, Right, David? Yeah, there are little to no repercussions from something you didn't do. Right. (laughs) If you're not there, then you didn't show your tail. (laughs) What's that saying? You will not regret something you didn't say. Mm -hmm. But that's not true. People do regret not saying things sometimes. Oh, yeah. All right. Edit that part out, too. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Be like, we had a 10-minute interview. (laughs) (laughs) No kidding. (laughs) You're going to have to call me back. (laughs) (laughs) Be like, can we redo this? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. The other thing that I think it's been interesting with dating is family members and outside people telling you that you are like, you now have to treat them like your kids. (laughs) (laughs) And how do you respond to that? Um, The first time I got that said to me was my boyfriend's sister-in-law. And I will never forget this until the day I die. She said, if you guys ever have kids and I see that you post a picture with just your kids and not the girls, I will be calling you. And I thought, damn. (laughs) What? I know. I thought the same thing. You might as well block her now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, she's very nice and I like her, but that comment just like threw me. And I thought, wow, okay, people actually say that. Like I've only seen it on the (laughs) Facebook group. (laughs) Yeah, because see, that's like her saying you can only plan vacations when you have his kids. Yeah, I would have never thought about that. Yeah, so every other weekend, don't dare to go and do anything fun with your kids because his kids will feel left out. No, you don't stop living because the kids aren't there. Yeah, no, that is that will never happen in my house for as long as I'm around. Well, I was thinking, because then it brings up the good question, like, okay, are people going to expect the girls to be in our engagement photos? Are they going to expect them to be in my maternity photos? Hmm. Like when she was pregnant or when she got engaged, they didn't have kids in their photos. Well, that's the thing is she's not in a blended family and she's just, that's her way of saying, I don't want you to leave my nieces out. Yeah. Yeah, Which is understandable. But at the same time, it's like, whoa, like there will probably be some pictures without them. Correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's going to be a bit much, but no, don't have them in your engagement photos or your birth announcements or whatever. Do that. That's y'all. Mm-hmm. There's only two adults in that relationship and leave it that way. Right. Yeah. Don't let the in-laws in the relationship. Don't let the exes in the relationship. You know, as long as it's okay between you and him, then, you know, if she has a problem with it, they ain't no need to call you. Mm-hmm. Like, you call your brother-in-law. Brother-in-law. Right. Talk to me. <laughs> yeah. I'll show that real quick. Yes. <laughs> and you do. You find that people are very opinionated. Oh, for sure. Especially people that have never been in it. That's what I was going to say. And they don't get it. They don't have a clue. That's like you telling her that she better never post a picture with her and her kid without her husband because you don't think he should be left out. Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I know. I got to tell you, I can't wait to see what like the next 10, 15 years brings. Well, if I'm still alive, you can be a guest on the podcast again (laughs) and we'll find out what happened. Yeah, I'll be like, man, was I talked to you 10 years ago. Episode 2426. (laughs) (laughs) But you do just have to remember to take things day by day. Don't try to read into things. Yeah. If the stepkids come in and they're snotty to you, they might just be having a crappy day. 
I remember when we first started out and yeah, one, one day the seven-year-old came in and I was like, how do I ride this roller coaster? Like one weekend she loves me the next weekend. She doesn't want anything to do with me. One weekend she loves me the next weekend. She doesn't want to do with anything to do with me. I was like, this is exhausting. And then finally I thought, you know what? I'm not even going to worry about it. Whatever mood she comes in this weekend, that's the mood she's going to be in. And I'm going to have fun regardless. Right. And that's what you have to do because she may feel guilty for liking you. Oh, for sure. There's a lot to say about those loyalty binds. Oh, and they're huge. Mm -hmm. Like I remember, I think I wrote something on the Facebook page one time about that. And somebody was like, well, she might just feel like she needs to be loyal to mom. And I was like, yeah, that's, I mean, mom is alone and she doesn't have anybody else around. So yeah, she probably does feel like, you know, I have to be on my mom's side. Mm-hmm. And that just makes it worse when bio mom's not with anybody because when y'all have her kids or his kids, when y'all have the kids, then all of a sudden her focus is on her not having them. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if, you know, mom's like, oh, I'm going to miss you and be by myself the whole time you're gone. Yeah. You know, and the kid, you know, thinks about that. Um, and then you got the other piece, like when you when you do have your a kid with him, then sometimes his first kids will look at the your kid now and they're jealous of them because they're like you get my dad all the time i don't Mm -hmm. i only get to see him every other weekend well that's kind of what happened with my boyfriend's half brother is he is i think he still has some like resentment that like my boyfriend got both parents right for his whole life and he didn't and we were talking about that the other night too of like because my boyfriend has always said he just wants one more kid and we were talking about it and i said wouldn't it have been easier for either your brother, your half brother, or for you if you guys would have had a sibling to kind of talk about things with? And he's like, yeah, that would have made it a lot easier. Because mm-hmm. then you have somebody who's also in your corner. If we're like his kids, there's two of them. And they are constantly, I'm sure they're, once they, especially when they get older, they're going to talk about it and they're going to, you know, compare notes on <laughs> what happened when they were younger. Yeah, and just hope that bio mom doesn't go, oh, your dad doesn't want you anymore because he has a new family. Uh, I don't think she would. She's also from a divorced family, and she loves her stepmom. So oh, I good. Like, I, can't. Mm-hmm. I hope the same thing happens with your kids, but I hope your kids still love you too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you you know, you know, couldn't let him have a, another kid by the ex, and that way you don't have to deal with all that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's a brilliant idea, David. (laughs) You just avoid all those other issues. You just create more (laughs) different issues. Sounds like so much fun. Exactly what I signed up for. (laughs) Now y'all know why I married him. He's a genius. He can (laughs) solve the world's problems. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about all these issues with uh, having kids from different women and just go to the other woman. (laughs) (laughs) Go back to the same one. You should call her up and say, would you mind having a kid for us? Just, oh my god! I don't. I could never even do that because she'd say yes in a heartbeat. Wish. She wouldn't know that I was kidding. <laughs> oh yeah, you can't joke about stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> We're too early in the relationship. Maybe like ten years down the road. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, Kayla, let me ask you: What's the best advice that you've ever been given about a blend? And we know it's not from your sister-in-law. Oh no, it's from you guys. The texting when you're upset. So, like, if you are upset about something that they're doing and you're like hey can you handle that that was great advice that they're nacho kids (laughs) (laughs) yep they are nacho kids girl go ask your dad that's another good one yes but yeah i think that's 
That's all I got for now. I know I have more. I just can't think of it. It's all good. Top of my head. Yeah, you'll remember when we finish. I know. I'm gonna get done with this. I'm gonna be like, gosh dang it! I should have said this, 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 and this. It's kind of like when you get a fight with your ex or your boyfriend. You're like, oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had all this ammunition. I didn't shoot at him. Doggone it! <laughs> Let me try to remember that for next time. Let me write it down in my phone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I should have taken notes before I got on here. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that one couple, David, we had a long time ago that. They would record their arguments. Oh, yeah. And then map it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they would. That was like crazy. A great Not idea. A bad idea some days. No, it was a great idea. But I was like, man, they record the fights and then they uh, put it out, put it on a spreadsheet. You know, when do they fight? What do they fight about? How so, do they resolve it? Yeah. How do they resolve it? Wow. So that, yeah. They're, well, I think both of them were like statistical analysts or something like that. Mapping so, people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so and that totally made sense for them. Some days, I say to my boyfriend, some days, I want to record you so you remember what you said. <laughs> well, girl, let me tell you something. I should do that for me every day. I'm thinking everybody should walk around with these police cams. Because <laughs> oh, my gosh. Amen. <laughs> between my son saying, you didn't tell me that. <laughs> uh-huh. And David going, well, I never knew that. Or me even doing it to David because he'll be like, I told you that. I'm like, no, you didn't. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That happens a lot. I need proof. Yeah. yeah. And I'm the not same crazy. Way. Why didn't you tell me you was going to I'm like, I had a whole conversation with you about this. No. <laughs> Maybe in your sleep. I'm like, you couldn't uh, understand me because you was up there with that thumb on that phone. Just pew, 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 pew. <laughs> you swiping left and right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right, Kayla. Well, we're going to end on this note why David and I are still married. <laughs> Perfect. Sounds good. I mean, at least he knows to swipe left or right now. I know. I didn't know that before. Okay. Well, David, do you swipe right if you like it or left? Oh, I, I don't know. Okay. That's where you got a problem then. Yep. I would. Can't go anywhere now. I would assume left is not like. You're right. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> it's because it's, it's easier. Your thumb moves better to the right. So you want to. <laughs> I don't know. I swipe to the left a lot. Yeah. See, I'd be... see I, don't swipe, I don't swipe anything. I don't use my thumb. Yeah. I don't know. See, I'd be making sound effects if I was on there, or, you know, throw them away. I'd be going, next, next, next. Mm-hmm. Well, it was funny. A lot of my girlfriends who are in serious relationships, they get on my Tinder just to do it. Yeah. Oh, you still have your account? Oh, God, no. It's been gone. We deleted it together. One uh, morning, we both woke up, and we were like, all right, we're deleting this stupid yeah. thing. Oh, had, that's had sweet. A, I had to delete Lori's. She, she couldn't get rid of it. Yours is still active. You lie. <laughs> Well, they moved you to plenty of old men. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this though we we wished that we would have screenshotted all of our like messages back and forth and our profiles to see like later on when you're like, oh my gosh, I forgot what that said or I forgot our first conversation together. Lori remembers uh, what was that question I asked you that you, you were like, oh my gosh, if our kids were all in the ocean drowning. Which one would I save? Yeah, and, and we didn't know each other yet. This was like the first time we ever talked. Oh, dang. <laughs> I mean, on my profile, my bio, it said, if you're not six feet or above, <laughs> see ya. <laughs> yep. I, I said, if, if our kids were, were drowning, or I think I said one of my kids, if one of my kids and your kids were, were drowning, which one would you jump in to save? Mm-hmm. But what would you say? Whichever one wasn't saved. 
I think she said, I, I'll no, jump, whichever, really, I'll whichever one wasn't saved. If, if both kids, you know, if one kid didn't know Jesus, then that's the one I would save. Oh, I thought that was a pretty good answer. <laughs> that is a very good answer. Yeah. I patted myself on the back for that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I love when those answers come out and you're like, dang, good job, man. Yeah. I think it was like you asked me five or 10 questions and then I asked you five or 10 questions. Yeah. I remember mine were perplexing questions. I miss those days. The 20 questions days when that's all you guys did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now I know everything. <laughs> we do that every day. Do you remember me telling you this? No. That was one question. <laughs> I know. Exactly. 20 questions was the same question all day. <laughs> it's like the, what is it, 41st dates? I mean, that's pretty much us. <laughs> that reminds me. There's this older couple that I met several years ago, and she had dementia or Alzheimer's, whatever, and he didn't, but he was still old, so it was hard for him to remember stuff. Mm-hmm. But they would just laugh. Like, if she didn't remember something, he would just start laughing, and she'd laugh, too. And, I mean, they made the best out of it. It it was never an issue that she couldn't remember crap. That's awesome. See, David, that's how we got to be. You can only hope that you're like that. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm waiting for her to wake up and look at me and go, who are you? <laughs> like, come on now. I know you remember that. <laughs> you never know. I know. Happen. I know. That's when you sit there and you're like, Chris Hemsworth, babe. <laughs> yeah, that's who I am. Have you seen him lately? Who? No. Oh, my gosh. Who? He's getting ready for. Wait a minute. Who? Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. So he's getting ready to play the uh, to play Hulk Hogan, and he's he's massive. Like his hmm. arms are bigger than my legs. <laughs> he's a big hulking dude. I don't even know who that is. He's got to play Thor. She's like, I don't know what that is no. either. I don't. <laughs> okay, who's your man crush? Who my man crush? No, not you, Lori. <laughs> oh, I was <laughs> my man crush. If you were my with- husband. Oh my gosh. That is a great answer. That's such. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> When I was younger, it was um, Scott Bayo. See, I don't know who he is because you're young. Uh-uh. Yeah, she's like, what? Or the guy that, um, golly, what's his name? He played on Full House, the dark-headed guy. He used to be on General Hospital, and his name on there oh, was Blackie name? or something. Oh, yeah, I know you're talking about. He, John Stamos. Yeah, he hadn't yeah. aged a bit either. It looks exactly the same as he did 30 years ago. Yep. Yeah, I think that's it. Anyway. So my man crush has ended. They're gone. <laughs> They're gone? How are they going? I don't man crush over anybody but you, baby. Oh, my gosh. I think that's the sweetest thing I've ever heard. That's the, that's the sweetest lie I've ever heard. I don't lie. Mm-mm-mm. We're not even going to ask you who your women crushes are. I don't have any women crushes. I don't even know any women anymore. I've just been <laughs> locked up in COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to use the same line she did. <laughs> that took a turn. <laughs> the only other female that I love on is my dog. She gets more of the tension than Lori does. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't push you away either. <laughs> no. That's what I told my boyfriend. I said, those poor people at Subway on my lunch break, they're the only people that I talk to all day other than my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like, that girl comes in here and it takes her 45 minutes to order her sandwich. <laughs> get the heck out and get back to work. Take your food. She's like, do, y- do y'all have stepkids? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can we talk? Yeah. <laughs> Well, Kayla, thank you so much for being a guest on our podcast. We really appreciate it. And keep in touch and let us know how things go. 
Yeah, I definitely will. And thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. And keep on nachoing, girl. Keep on nachoing. Yeah, stop swiping Thanks. it and start nachoing. <laughs> She's stop swiping. <laughs> yeah, I stopped swiping like a year and a half ago. <laughs> oh, you remember what was a door that's for? That's what I was swiping. No swiping. That's <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's pretty fitting for the age group that my stepdaughters are in. <laughs> there you go. Swiper, no swiping. I thought that at the same time you said it. <laughs> scary. And but watch later, we'll be like, what was it we were talking about? Yeah, Blues Clues, I don't remember. <laughs> you just message me. Hopefully, I'll remember. There you go. <laughs> we just start laughing for no reason. <laughs> I was talking about how you, I was your man crush or something. That's all I remember. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need to remember. Yeah, I know. All right, Kayla, thanks again. We'll talk later. All right, sounds good. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. I do find it interesting that Kayla talks about how in her boyfriend's court papers, it said that there had to be a certain number of months before the kids could meet a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. It was four months, and then the bio mom changed it to six months. Right. Somehow, some way. Well, and then it had that she had to meet the girlfriend. <laughs> and I'm not saying that a bio mom shouldn't know who her kid is around, but that's a little much. In my opinion. Yeah. It should not be court ordered. Well, what are you going to do if if you don't like the person? Like, I mean, what's the options there? Yeah. Tell your ex, I forbid you to date her. <laughs> I don't approve of your girlfriend. I don't like her. And then think about it like this. That's like one of my son's dad's exes. She was nice as pie to my face. Mm-hmm. But if you ask my kid, he remembers her being mean to him. Mm-hmm. So just because you meet them and they seem nice and whatever, that doesn't mean that they're not being mean to your kid. Look, tell tell them what I used to tell mine. Actually, I, I told it to you. Your ex? No. Tell who, tell what, tell, tell when. Tell, I don't know who to tell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say to you, listener, what I used to say to Lori, which is always be nice to your stepkids because they may be the one that decides which home you go into when you get older. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, I'm living with Branson because Jackson's already trying to put me in a home. Lori's like, I hope you take care of me when I'm old because my kid wants to put me in a nursing home. He does, like next week. (laughs) It wouldn't surprise me if I see elderly care pamphlets start coming in anytime soon. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he's not going to take care of you. At least he's telling you now. He's setting up those expectations early on. Yeah. But again, I do see where... I would have loved to have met some of these women that were rotated in and out of my son's life, but I don't see what the point would have been because like I said, they can be nice to your face. Mm-hmm. Well, I went through that feeling as well, where I was like, you know, what kind of dude are you going to have around my kids? And um, I mean, there was nothing in our court papers and honestly, I couldn't have done nothing about it anyway. I just had to hope that she made good decisions and often she didn't, but they weren't terrible. Like, it could have been a lot worse. <laughs> what we know. Yeah, what we know. Well, and that's the thing, too, is like you said, what if you would have had it in your court papers and your kids come over here and like, oh, yeah, we met Fred this weekend. Well, is Fred her friend? Is Fred one of her girlfriend's friends? You don't know. Mm-mm. And what are you going to do? File contempt? So like, we met Fred on Friday. And we met... Um, Joe? Kevin on Saturday, and, <laughs> and we met Joe on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, yep, that sounds about right. <laughs> so again, don't get me started on the court system, but a lot of stuff in the court papers 
mm, they're not going to hold up. You're going to spend a lot of money and play Russian roulette with the court system. Yeah. Spend that money on your kids or your house or something else that's going to bring you joy. <laughs> yeah, because we had in our papers originally that there could be no paramours spending the night, which means basically your boyfriend or girlfriend couldn't spend the night when you had the kid. Mm-hmm. And that didn't bother me. I was fine with it, of course. But Jackson's dad didn't like that. But how could I prove it? It's not like he lived in a neighborhood that you could put a PI out on the street. He lived kind of back in the woods. So I'd have to get proof. Even if I got proof, you don't know if the judge would care. And then I think the third time maybe we went to court, the judge said that he was removing that part. He didn't agree with it. Yeah. Now now I understand why you kept pushing me out at night. No, you can't stay. Get out. Yeah. uh <laughs> No, Lori, Lori don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> I, I might push that envelope, but not too far. I'm like, come on, honey, let me spend a night. No, get out. <laughs> no. All right, David, let's wrap this up. We get, right. We're getting to yapping. All right. That's our show for today, folks. Thanks for listening. Make sure you join us next week for another exciting episode. <laughs> and remember, life is good. When you nacho. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Nacho Kids Podcast. Find us online at nachokids.com. Until next time, remember, life is good when you nacho.